0: Since child, I've dreamed to travel the world and serve the best conditions. For me, I I was like a child with nothing, you know? I didn't have gear to train, you know? I didn't have boards. At the time, everything was like uh, expensive, you know? And everything happens because I was still dreaming, you know? When you have a big dream, a big goal, and you can't do it. Man, it's the most painful thing that couldn't happen. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna train like life crazy. If it takes ten years to train, I don't care. But I will never stop dreaming.
1: As a professional base jumper, the sky is a place I love to be, so the idea of blue sky thinking has particular significance for me. Even if it's a cloudy day where you are, for the next 15 minutes, just imagine you're surrounded by nothing but blue skies and all the possibilities they hold for you. I am Cédric Dumont and this is Mind Set Win, the podcast from Red Bull that's all about developing a winning mental attitude. If you've been following the series, you'll know to expect insights from world-class athletes, coaches and managers. We'll be breaking down the mental tactics used by champions and translating those insights into tools to help you perform better in all areas of your life. On today's episode, we're exploring how something many people associate with being fast asleep can transform the limits you put on your potential. Today, we're a podcast of dreamers. Dreaming comes in many different forms. And today, we're not focusing on the dreaming we do when we're asleep, but the sort of dreams that are the crucial foundation we need to reach big goals. Because phrases like dream believe achieve tell us accomplishments always start with that all-important spark of an idea at the end of the episode i'll have another exercise for you something that will help you embrace blue sky thinking and provide a framework to help kickstart your dream journey for kite surfing champion Ayrton Cozzolino, it all started with a dream of traveling the world while riding the crest of idyllic waves. Growing up in a Northwest African island in Cape Verde, he was born to be in the ocean. And at just four years old, Ayrton got hold of some broken boards and started skimboarding. And even though he didn't have the money to buy equipment, when some surfers left their boards behind, his love affair with life on the water really grew. Now, a multiple kitesurfing champion and true ambassador for his sport, Ayrton is still pushing the limits of strapless riding, which is a style of kitesurfing where the rider isn't tied to the board.
0: Yeah, guys, I'm Ayrton Cozzolino. I'm a five times kitesurfing world champion. For me, I, I was like a child with nothing you know I didn't have gear to train you know I didn't have boards at the time everything was like uh, expensive you know and everything happens because I was still dreaming you know Still dreaming. didn't go to school you know because uh, the passion I was for ocean was like huge you know I was going to the water every day every single day I didn't do nothing opposite you know Normally I'm strapless. I don't use straps, you know? I don't have advantage there. For me it's really difficult to do what they're doing. I'm not those that given up or something, you know? I really like to push my limits and it come true, you know? A lot of people tell me, why are you choosing strapless? I say, I choose strapless because I still believe in it. I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do my best. I'm gonna train like crazy. If it takes 10 years to train, five years to train, I don't care, but I will never stop dreaming. I will go there and one day, for sure, it's going to be possible. This year, I have to say, things didn't go as planned, you know, because I did uh, an injury and I threw up my possibility to be world champion again. I was training for Red Bull King of the Year and I did the trigger I was uh, working on, you know, and then the wind uh, won't catch me back and I just fall really hard uh, on the water with my arm open because I lose control. You have two fractured cartilage and normally this injury couldn't move. Couldn't move. It was sneezing was so painful. Moving was so painful. Get out of bed was so painful, you know? I had like four weeks which was like, couldn't do nothing, you know? When you have a big dream, a big goal, and you can't do it, man, is the most painful thing that couldn't happen. If you like have visions, if you put goals, you can do it. For me, king of the Air is I dreamed this since kid, you know, that I'm a, I'm competing in the elite kiteboarding event strapless. Just to be in already is a dream but then there is another dream that is to win it. To win it, I don't have advantage there, but I believe I can do it. As I say, I don't like the words like impossible. I know that I can do it. I just need the right time, the right conditions, and this year I've never been this prepared, you know? I never like give up, I've been training like crazy. This one year with non-stop training, you know? But unfortunately, like 20 days before the event, I injured myself. As I say, like, happens, and uh, just gonna take this as a motivation to come back stronger, you know? So for me, nothing is impossible. I'm more motivated than ever to try to prove to people that I can do it. People were saying, like, double underpasses with strapless was impossible. And I proved to them that it's possible because I did stuff that people was saying was impossible for years. What keeps me going until now was to believe in myself. I know a lot of athletes in my kite community. They are like scared of their skills, you know. They don't want to trying to push harder because maybe they know they can't. For me, what I learned, I'm here, and that I've been go in the water, not for training. I go in the water for having fun, you know? And when you are having fun, everything is coming your way, you know? Like for me, when I I wake up, I see the forecast, I say, "Wow, man, he is pumping. It's like crazy winds and big waves. I'm gonna go there and have fun because I want, since child, I've dreamed to travel the world and serve the best conditions. I don't take this job as another training. I take this job as, like, the best job of my life, the best thing that could happen to me. This is a perfect time of my career that I can upgrade all my tricks, because I have times, you know, I have times to think about tricks. And a great occasion to, like, learn what is possible for the future i have i don't know how many visions that i think things can be really possible you know that that vision double kite loop flip and then turn i thought to my nephew he said nah man, nah, man impossible impossible but in my vision is 100 percent possible man 100 percent and I, I knew like when i go back i'm gonna do it i'm gonna perform it i'm gonna put the kite in my hand bro i'm gonna land the craziest trick in the world man for sure the words I want to say to my community back home, like the kids too, I always told them like, never uh, stop dreaming, never stop believing, never stop believing. Nothing in this life is uh, impossible. Do what you love and things are going to come in their way.
1: One of the things Ayrton said that really jumped out to me was that he continued with strapless riding, even though everyone told him it was impossible for him to compete at the highest level. And despite all the negative comments, Ayrton carried on and really had the courage to follow his path. So, never giving up and believing it's possible, especially when people tell you it's not possible, well, that's where it starts. It's how bad you really want something. And I remember... When I was working on my project in Egypt with flying my wingsuit above the pyramids, I told my team I was dreaming to fly above the pyramids with my wingsuit. And the first reaction of everyone was that, like, this is impossible. It's never going to happen. And to me, that was really like a motivation to show everyone and prove everyone that it was possible and we could make it
0: happen. Normally I'm strapless, I don't use straps, you know? A lot of people tell me why you're choosing strapless. I say, I'm choosing strapless because I still believe in it. People were saying like double underpasses with strapless was impossible. And I hate the word impossible because I did stuff that people was saying was impossible for years. And I proved to them that it's possible.
1: Another interesting thing is that a lot of people are scared of their skills, it's a fear of winning in fact, because you don't want to fail. And we've heard it before, but the idea of enjoying what you do and really having fun and not looking at it as a, as a training or as a work makes a whole difference. Another interesting thing is having the patience to wait for the right time. I really believe life is about timing. And finally, I I love his voice. I mean, the way Ayrton speaks has already happiness and energy. And that's, for me, like one of the most important thing. Dreaming is something we do easily when we're young. Ask any child what they want to be when they grow up. And they might say an astronaut, movie star, or even a ghostbuster. But maybe dreaming comes easier when we're young because we have our whole lives ahead of us. But it's also true that at that age, we haven't yet learned to limit ourselves. And whilst it's easy to dismiss a child's dream as being unrealistic, who's to say? Someone's gonna go up in a rocket and win big at the Oscars. So first comes the dream, then the reality. And just because something goes against the grain or hasn't been done before, it doesn't mean it's impossible. In his studies on high achievers, Harvard psychologist David McClellan found the one characteristic they all shared was they think, fantasize, and dream constantly about how to improve their performance and achieve their goals. Some dreams give birth to ideas that seem so outlandish and so revolutionary that other people can't imagine them. But as many people, including one of the world's all-time great boxer, Muhammad Ali, said, if your dreams don't scare you, they aren't big enough. And Ayrton's story shows us how, even though everyone around him thought his dream was impossible, having a dream and holding on tight to his vision gave him the drive to overcome adversity, focus on his goal and keep on pushing forward. So how do we make dreaming a key part of our daily lives? And how can we harness our dreams so they help push us to be more successful and fulfilled? Coming up are some steps you can all take as you dare to dream. And remember, this framework is here to help you add structure to your leap into the unknown. The first thing you have to do is to be prepared. Prepared. A dream can flicker into our brains at any time of the day. So create a phone note, carry a sheet of paper and have it ready all the time. Remember to be patient and don't panic if nothing materializes straight away. It may take multiple attempts to open up this creative side of your brain. Secondly, alongside catching sudden dreams, clear time in your schedule every day, week, or even month for brainstorming Brainstorming. and reflecting. reflecting. Maybe even start at the end of this episode. Find a relaxing environment Clear yourself of all distractions by closing your inbox, turning your phone to silent and taking a deep breath. Write down everything you'd love to do one day, however crazy it seems. Just scribble down your thoughts and don't edit anything. No limits, no bad ideas, no reality. Just think back to the way we used to dream when we were younger and visualize the words, embrace the moment, and allow your dreams to take you in any direction. Give it some time. It could be as little as a few weeks or perhaps a couple of months, but once you've built a list on paper, the next step, of course, is to take action. Look over what you've written. What instantly sticks out to you? What resonates with the direction you want to go in life? Is there something career-oriented you want to pursue? A country you want to visit? A sport you want to master? Or even once-in-a-lifetime event you want to attend? Focus on the dreams you feel are meaningful and really important to you. Even if they seem unrealistic at first, you'll be more likely to succeed in things that you deeply care about from here, we can really start to turn our dreams into reality, aka an achievable goal. Now we need to take these dreams and start the transition into goal setting. And this is something we've discussed before, so I'd recommend you to go back and check out the episode with Mondo Duplantis on Growth Mindset. It has some really useful and helpful suggestions of how to set goals to bring you success. And that's it for today from Mindset Win. Thanks for listening, keep practicing, and dare to dream big. And in the meantime, leave me a review and tell me what you think of the show so far. Don't forget to follow, subscribe, and tell your friends. See you next time.